Hello, and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamant Rao. I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ, and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. Every mobile marketer knows the power of ads based on user-generated content or UGCs or live actor footage, if you will. We've seen these ads perform dramatically well for a number of Rocketship HQ's clients, and the share of spend on UGC ads has risen significantly over the last one to two years among the ads in our portfolio. Right now, UGCs form a key part of our creative strategy, especially on consumer or subscription apps, but also on games. With this increasing focus on UGCs comes the question, what are some of the best practices and guidelines that you as a marketing team can follow to ensure that you have winning performance UGCs that can scale. Because let's face it, UGC ads can look deceptively easy and yet can be hugely challenging to get right. It can almost look like, well, I'll just have my interns shoot a selfie style video and that's it. But if only it was so easy. And oftentimes they can look great, but they can bomb in the marketplace. After having made, reviewed, and analyzed thousands of UGC ads and falling into the all too common pitfalls of grainy videos, shaky footage, and garbled audios, we've seen what works and what does not. Based on our experience, we've put together a list of 10 must-dos that can lead you to a killer UGC video that also drives performance. These actually are a part of the internal checklist we use for recruiting actors and models for our own videos. So without further ado, here you go. Number one, understand the user, their motivations and messaging. Well, this is a very critical step just because this informs the kind of messaging that goes into the ad itself. And because this is such a critical step, we have an upcoming episode that is completely dedicated to this and we will share that shortly. But the short version in a nutshell is that the best ways to understand your users and inform your messaging are A, go to your socials, scout through your followers to understand who your ideal users are, read through app store reviews to understand why users are downloading, why they're using your app, what problems they're solving and what their motivations are, Read any user surveys or user research that the app has already done so you can understand what the ideal user profile is. This will help you recruit the right kinds of actors and micro-influencers and get the right kind of messaging in front of them. Again, this is a process that we will talk about in an upcoming episode, so stay tuned. Number two is to get the video format right. So there are a couple of considerations here. One, shoot the video with a smartphone and at the very least a 1080p resolution. Pretty much all mid to high-end smartphones made in the last three to four years can shoot at 1080p. 
not only will shooting at this resolution give you sharper non-grainy footage, it'll also give you more options to play with later during the editing process in case the footage needs to be cropped or zoomed into. Then you need to decide whether to shoot selfie style or with a friend, because sometimes you may want just a selfie style video that is very intentionally having an actor hold a camera in front of them that's facing themselves. But oftentimes you need some amount of distance. You need a different perspective, which can only come from somebody other than the actor shooting them from a little bit of a distance. So you need to specify this for the actor, whether you need a selfie style video or have a friend camera person shoot them. Then shoot and portrait orientation. Most platforms on which UGC ads are the most common, like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shots, use the nine to 16 aspect ratio, which is the portrait mode. In case you want to use the video in other formats, like Instagram posts, oftentimes you can just edit the portrait video. If you're planning to publish the video on YouTube as a regular video and not YouTube Shots, you will have to use landscape orientation. This is all stuff that you have to communicate to your actors in advance of a shoot. The next thing is to use multiple clips. This is a current trend where different clips or different lines of dialogue are used rather than a single continuous shot. The user can shoot the entirety of the video in multiple clips, and this can be stitched together by your designers in post-production. You can always cut the clip, stitch them together to any combination of these things. Number three is ensure the right lighting for actors. Just as it is location, location, location in real estate, so it is lighting, lighting, lighting for videos. It's important, cannot be underestimated. You can see some examples of good and bad lighting with screenshots in the show notes for this episode. Look at mobileuseracquisitionshow.com, search for this particular episode, and you should be able to see screenshots so you know and understand what good and bad lighting looks like. But in brief, the subject has to face the primary light source. So if the shoot is indoors, the light has to be behind the camera. For outdoor shoots, the subject must face towards the sun. The light should not be harsh. The light should be directed straight on the face. There must be no light source behind the subject or facing the camera. If there is, the camera will try to adjust the overall frame and the subject will become too dark. If you still manually focus the camera on the subject, then the light will wash out the entire background. For indoor shoots, ensure that no lamps or bulbs are behind the subject. For outdoor shoots, the subject should position themselves in a way that the bright sky isn't visible behind them. And even if it is, it should be only minimally visible. Oftentimes, a light behind the subject can add to the overall composition of the shot, but as a thumb rule, it should be soft and diffused if possible, and definitely dimmer than the primary light source. And again, the same consideration if a screen like a desktop, laptop, TV, or tablet is behind the subject, its brightness must be dimmed. Number four ensure the phone or the digital screens are very clear. Oftentimes you may need the user to give a walkthrough of an app or simply show the screen to the camera. Ideally, this should be done indoors 
as a seated position helps capture stable footage. There are screenshots with examples in the show notes of this episode, so definitely check it out on mobileuseracquisitionshow.com. Back to some of the key considerations, keep the ambient lighting bright, much like you would when you shoot an actor. Keep the brightness of the screen being recorded at low or medium. Otherwise, the camera lens will focus on the bright screen and darken everything else in the frame. In that case, the screen will be mostly white with the on-screen content barely visible. An easy way to work around this is to look at the screen of the phone that is recording and choose the part of the screen that is being shot that has medium brightness and focus on that. Ensure that the phone screen is clearly visible. Again, this might seem obvious, but you would be surprised that the number of UGC videos that we've worked on where the screen was either tilted too far away from the camera or sometimes was not even in the frame properly. It's best to sit down while doing this on a couch, chair, or a table so that the hand is stable and it keeps the screen in the shot. Ensure that the phone doing the recording isn't reflected in the screen being recorded. An easy way to do this is to turn off the second screen, look at the reflection of the recording phone and move it away so that it's no longer visible. Sometimes you might see stripes on the screen when you see through the recording phone. There's usually two ways to fix this, change the shutter speed and move slightly away or slightly closer to the screen. So many uh, nuances, so much small print, but really this is so critical to get right. Number five, no shaky cams. Unstable, shaky footage is the bane of video editors everywhere. A lot of this is just not fixable during our editing process. We just ask for reshoots. But a couple of basic things while you plan and shoot can make everybody's lives easier. A number of current generation phones, including the last couple of iPhone variants, have image stabilization. So even if the phone is held in the hand, just make sure that the footage doesn't shake so much that it becomes unusable. Again, if your phone doesn't have that, then use a tripod. There are a number of very simple, not too expensive tripods that are available in the market. Propping the recording phone, again, something might also work, but there's always the danger of it slipping and getting damaged or just resulting in an unusable shot. Bright light, very critical, just because inadequate light can also result in shaky and grainy footage. Number six, ensure clear audio. Getting perfect movie quality audio while shooting with a smartphone is almost always impossible. And you all don't really always need movie style, Hollywood style audio, but just because you want to have this come across as unscripted, as somewhat spontaneous. But it's still important to ensure there's no crazy disturbances in the background. Right, so a couple of considerations. One, no background noise. Before shooting, have the actor check the surroundings to ensure they're in a quiet spot. No cars passing by, no dogs barking, no background chatter, no air conditioners, no heaters, no music, no. Right, so the user should not be in an empty room, otherwise there will be reverberation in the dialogue sound. Having enough furniture, or a carpet around muffles the reverb, makes the sound feel more natural. Keep the phone on flight mode or at least silent without vibration. So you don't have the actor in the middle of a shot and then just a notification come up or a sound happen. Number seven, 
be clear about what's in the frame. Again, actors are creative people, but they just don't have the context around your business or your app that you do have. So it's very important that you describe the frame properly so they ensure the background is what you need for it to be. The frame includes everything that needs to be seen, that can be seen, and everything that shouldn't be seen. So for instance, if you are making a video for a housekeeping service or a laundry service, you can and should have messy laundry or a messy home or messy furniture around. That's definitely important if you're shooting those kinds of things. So if you have a pet, are you wanting to shoot something very spontaneous, family-like, in which case it's kind of okay, or do you not want to have pets in the frame at all? So if you have other brands in the frame, understand if these are okay or acceptable or not. For instance, a beverage company might be okay with having a Gucci bag, but maybe not a Starbucks cup. Or if you are a luxury brand, you might not want to have budget items in the background. Right, so very important consideration. So really spec this out in as much detail as possible for the actor. So there's just no confusion on their part. Number eight, describe the device to be used for app walkthroughs. So if a user is going to show how the app works on a mobile device, you want to be careful what device they're using, what device they're showing. Again, not all users have all devices. So you are going to have to specify this upfront just because you don't want to go down a, a rabbit hole. So should this be an iPhone, a tablet, laptop, desktop, iOS, macOS, Windows, Android? What kind of specs do you want? Is there a specific generation or iOS or OS version that you want? If this is an Android device, are there specific Android brands that you want? And when they're shooting, would you want for the brand to be visible? Would you want for this to be clear or not? All of this, spec this out for the actor in advance so they know exactly what they need to do. Number nine, make it look unscripted. Again, easier said than done. This definitely requires some level of comfort with a camera, a lot of experience too, but some of these things can help. Some of the considerations to keep in mind. A, remember that the way we speak is very different from the way we write. So before you send the script to a user, you or the person writing the script should read it aloud themselves because they need to figure out, does this sound like somebody speaking naturally or does this sound like writing being read out aloud, right? Uh, you might also just give the actors a guideline that you know they don't need to stick necessarily stick to the script verbatim. They could deviate from the script. Again, depending on the brand, depending on the video, you could specify that for the actor as well. Before you send it to the actor, when you're speaking out loud, time yourself. It's unhelpful both to yourself and your subject, and also very common to write something that appears brief, but actually takes way longer to read than the desired duration of your video. Just don't do that. Right? The actors must look into the camera while speaking. Again, easier said than done. Thanks to the innumerable video calls we make these days, in short, we tend to look at ourselves on the screen when we speak, not at the camera. For experienced actors, for actors who are comfortable with shooting videos, this is not as much of a problem. But again, you need to specify this just in case they're not aware of this dynamic. A lot of actors tend to keep the script 
written somewhere on the screen or just behind the camera, unless the user is a very good actor, this makes it very obvious that the actor is reading, the actor is not speaking. So make it clear to them, they need to memorize the script. The vast majority of videos are generally 30 seconds or less. So it's not gonna take a crazy amount of time for them to memorize the script. If necessary, you can also tell them, look, you don't need to stick to the script exactly. You can deviate a bit this way or that way. Another consideration, encourage them to move their hands and their heads. Makes the performance much more natural. Then give cues to your user when you give them the script and the briefs. For instance, if you want them to stress on a word, keep it in all caps, make it bold, or do something similar in, in the script to that. In your script and guidelines, mention that the actor can and should emote on high intensity, high emotion words like boring, stressed, amazing. So have them stress those as needed. Number 10 and the last one, expect the unexpected. As I mentioned before, actors are creative folks. They have ideas of their own. Most of the time it turns out well, but oftentimes the outcome can be a bit different from what you had expected. So keep an open mind before reacting negatively to something that is very different from what you had visualized. The end video after editing might turn out to be even better than you had expected. And uh, oftentimes you can fix a lot of issues during the editing process. Sometimes we see, oh, the screens aren't clear. We are able to add overlays of the screens. You know, or sometimes the actor isn't very clear in a couple of sections. You can just ask them to reshoot those or you can just exclude those sections. So there's a lot that is possible during the editing process. You need to prepare just so you can avoid a lot of the unexpected. Be very clear in the script, hopefully using a lot of the tips and pointers that we've given in this episode. For instance, do you want the actor to point or wave or just gesture to your product? What is it going to be? Should the product to be on their left or right or front? Does the script require them to move out of the frame? Should they exit right or left? Really excruciating detail. That's what we recommend, right? Again, these are some of the best practices and guidelines that we follow when we reach out to our actors when we're creating UGCs or live actor footage. I hope you find these helpful. If we missed anything, or if you have experiences of your own, let us know. Or of course, if you'd like to engage with us to make UGC videos or live actor videos for your app or product, drop us a note on rocketshiphq.com. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share.